What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's right. The ticket. 93.7. We working it out. The captain. Yeah. What you B, what happens when you hear this? Go ahead and turn it up, Rico. What happens oh, when you hear this? Dude, that's that's game time. You get that. You you gotta be in that tunnel when you hear it. You gotta, you gotta know, you know, if you ever been in that tunnel before, turn up. So, what do you think about if, 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 if uh, 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 one of the one of the one of my you know, Soderheimer text line people said, asked a question, and at first I thought it was kind of crazy because I was thinking, hey, that prayer is just for us, but now the cat is out the bag. What would you think would happen if they made it? If they had the prayer that's going on in the locker room on the big screen, and the fans did the prayer with the team, mm. could you imagine that end of that team can't be beat, won't be beat? I know oh. it'd be electri- it'd be electrifying. Yeah. So yeah. you get to you get drafted, go to Pittsburgh, and then what happens? Well. The, the the story is, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of stories in there. But when I got drafted, going by what you were asking me, um, I got drafted, went to Pittsburgh. I had the same result of I have no friends. They're NFL guys. I don't care. They've been there before. It doesn't matter. They don't know what I know. They're not as quick as me. They can't get in and out of their break faster than me. And that was my mindset. Um, also, Going into that mini camp right after the draft, um, unfortunately, but fortunately for me, uh, Dion Figures got um, into a little 
Like, he got shot through a car door right before the draft. And he he wouldn't be participating in minicamp or anything like that um, that year or, or the season that year because he was shot through the car door. Cool guy, great guy to know. Um, so I was like, I got an opportunity. So I was like, I got to take it. And then again, once people see me, they see my size, see my, you know, they're looking at me, they're going, mm, can he hold up? And I just went to camp and I just did my thing. I did what I was supposed to do. I understood tall receivers take longer to get in and out of their break. So I said, I got the advantage. They're not going to catch any low, short routes on me because I'm getting to my, I'm getting to the ball before they, they will. Um, then after that, they started running double moves on me, things like that. And I had a great mini camp. And all the coaches was talking about was we got a steal in the draft. And I can't wait to see him play uh, in, in in the regular season. And the, the rest was his. I was like, I was on cloud nine. I was like, okay, I, I set a good impression. And looking at me as a player, um, a guy that can come in and contribute, and 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 I can make headways. So it was fortunate for me, unfortunate for Dion Figures. But when you when things like that happen, you gotta jump on and take advantage of it. And I was I was doing that. And I, I think I did that. So I was getting ready for uh, training camp. I did training camp, prepared for it, was ready to go, hungry, um, did everything I was supposed to do, got myself in shape or better shape. And I was, I was, I thought I was ready to play professional football. And I went to camp, did my thing, um, went to Buffalo uh, for a preseason game. Uh, that was my first preseason game. And then everybody kind of shied away from me and left me alone. Nobody was really talking to me. And I was like, it's a preseason game. Why nobody, you know, conversating with me, none of the starters, nobody's like talking to me. And then um, coach came up. He's like, hi, Baron, you're starting. And I was like, what? So I guess that they didn't want nobody to talk to me, you know, so I can get nervous or anything like that. So they, everybody just kind of left me alone. But uh, I went out on the field. Andre Reed, I was guarding him first up. Uh, Thurman, Jim Kelly was that quarterback. Thurman Thomas is running back. I'm sitting here looking at these guys. I'm going, man, all these all-pro guys. And on our side, Kevin Green, Greg Lloyd, Avon Kirkland, all Rod Woodson on the other side, that corner. There's Rod Woodson, that corner on the one side. I'm at corner on the other side. Carnell Lake is at free safety. I'm going, man, what am I doing out here? Everything was in slow motion. I was moving in slow motion. The ball snapped, and I'm seeing him going, what in the world? The ball got tipped. Kevin Green caught it for interception, ran it back for a touchdown, and then everything sped back up. And I went and celebrated with him, and I was ecstatic. I was like, my first pro game in preseason, and we get an interception for a touchdown. It was great. It was awesome. Next play, kickoff. I was on kickoff, ran down, and then that's when my teammate hit me in my leg on the side. And I tore my ACL and MCL. And after that, it was all she wrote. That was it. It was just like, all right, long road for recovery. So what was it? Was it what did they do with the the Because I got hurt kind of the same way. But did they? Was it okay? We're gonna cut you? No, or, or they, didn't, we, they, they kept they didn't you around me. for they, the year. They kept me the whole season. I stayed there the whole season. Um, went to the Super Bowl and everything because we went to the Super Bowl that year. And um, I was there training. I was there training, trying to get my leg back. Um, my my rehab was 
was crazy because I would try, I would tell them to get there early so I can get my treatment before all the players get there, and then I could do my training by myself. So they was fortunate enough. They came in early. They did my rehab with me, and then I just did my own little leg workout. I would call Dope Ostergaard from Nebraska, and he gave me different pointers to do, some certain things to do, and then I did that. And I said I want to be running by the time we get back to playoffs. I want to have a normal preseason, I mean regular season, offseason. I want to have a regular offseason so I can prepare the right way. And fortunately enough, we we made it to the Super Bowl, and I, I was running at the Super Bowl here in Arizona. So we went to the Super Bowl, played the Dallas Cowboys. But I got my full salary, um, but it was just I wasn't playing. I was on it. The injured reserve, and um, that's what it was. So what what happens year two? Year two, um, I came in. Um, they kind of put me on the back burner. Wait, wait, uh, wait, was you fully rehabbed? I was fully rehabbed. Okay. Everything was 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 working fine. I was I was awesome. Like like I was healthy. I was ready to go. Everything was. I'm talking about. I was probably in a better shape than I was that previous year. Um, especially because I was lifting all legs. I was strong. I was like, I got up to like 200 pounds when I was injured, but it was a, it was a good look. It was like, it was like, man, you, you huge. Then as I started playing, I was like, I can't carry this weight. So then I dropped it quick cause I started running more and things like that. But I went into that second year. Um, I wasn't even on the depth chart. Like I was nowhere to be found. Like, I did the whole first practice. I didn't practice. I just stood there and watched them practice. And then the DB coach came up and was like, all right, we got to get you some reps tomorrow. And then they put me in. All you got to do is put me in. My mindset, again, I, I take it back to that water fountain in New Jersey for the first time. I had to stand in that line. I treat everything the same way. All I do is need to get on the field. You get me on the field, I'll do the rest. You're either going to like me or you're not. And so once I got on the field, they was like, oh, okay. He knows his stuff. He could play. He could move. So then the coach was like, all right. I started taking second dime. Then I started taking second, uh, second corner. All right, first dime. Then guys started getting hurt. I started taking more reps. It got to a point where I was taking every rep. And I've probably taken 70, 80 snaps of practice. And then I start getting wore down because I just come, you're coming off an ACL injury. And you get, especially back then, it was two-a-day practices, and you're taking constant reps over reps over reps. And after a while, I got tired. By the time I got to the last preseason game, my leg was like, you can't do anymore. Where um, I got a little sore. Then once I told them my leg was sore, that was it. They said, don't let them practice no more. And then I just sat out. I sat out for a minute. They don't even let them play in the game. I didn't play in the the second to last preseason game. And then I was like, all right, I guess. And then we get to the last preseason game. They said, well, we got to play them. And then I said, well, my leg's still hurting. And then they said, well, you got to play anyway. So me being a – I guess a, a, I was stubborn. I was like, you think I, you, I'm telling you I'm hurt, but you're still not gonna, you're still gonna play me. I get it. All right, 
you want to cut me. So I, my my armor went up. Everything went up saying, you're not going to cut me because I'm still going to play and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. So we was playing Kansas City, and I was playing some of their rookies, some of their backups, and I was like, these guys can't beat me. And, you know, that's all that goes in my head. So they run the double moves, everything. Nobody beat me. Nobody. I had a clean game. I'm pretty honest with myself. If I stink, I'm going to tell you. I think I do. I, I, I deserve to get cut. I'm going to tell you. And I played a good game. And the next morning, walk in, they say, you've been released. And that was it. So um, Brendan Stye was there. Dante uh, Jones was there with me. And they got into the meeting room. Dante said the whole team, the whole second, the whole defense was like, why y'all cut Baron Moms? And then probably three weeks later, they called me back to come in because somebody else got hurt. Then they called me back and things like that. So it was like I was there, but I wasn't there type thing. And I was just like, all right, it's time for me to move on. And that was it. So so, so how'd you wind up in Canada at that point? I At that point, um, once I left Pittsburgh, we went, me and my wife, we went back to Lincoln. We went back to Lincoln, and then I started applying for, for jobs. I started like, okay, um, pillow windows was one thing that Dennis LeBlanc and all them uh, set me up with, had a good connection with. So I started, I went down to Iowa for an interview while I was in Iowa. Um, three three in, indoor uh, team, arena teams called me um, to come play. And then uh, Jim Pop from the Montreal Alouettes uh, called me up and said uh, they would like me to come down and play for them. And I was like, okay. I got went from an interview job at Pillar Windows in Iowa to I got four teams that I could possibly go play football. And I was like, I still want to play football, so that's what I'm going to do. And then I just weighed out the contracts of which one's better for me and my family. And Montreal, going to Montreal was it. And I said, okay, let's go. Did you ever have a chance to come back? I always had chances. Minnesota was heavy on me, but it was never it was never for money. It was never like, okay, we'll give you X amount of dollars for a signing bonus. Because if I do go to training camp, I went to three training camps already in Pittsburgh. And I, 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 I thought I played very well. But me, I had to learn the business. As me understanding the business of the sports is, if they, dra- if they draft somebody in the first round, they're going to give him a million dollars up front. He's not getting cut as a DB. Or if they bring in a free agent that they just paid a couple hundred thousand dollars to for a signing bonus, they're not cutting him. So they're going to take the responsibility of their scouting department that brought these guys in. If they end up throwing them away, that's going to make the scouting department look, look bad. So I, I've, I've learned through the years, like, okay, I don't care how well I play. They're not – I got to play, like, above and beyond whatever. And then one of them got to get hurt for me to stick on this team. So that's what it became um, for me. And then um, I was just like, ah, I'm not, I don't need to go to another training camp for free. I need you to pay me some money up front. And Minnesota never, never wanted to give me money up front. And so then I said, you know what? I'm having fun. I'm playing the game I love. I'm playing football. And my family get to watch me play every single week. And I enjoyed that. So that's how I stayed up in Canada for uh, 12 years. 
having a candid conversation with my big brother, Baron Miles, on the captain, the ticket, 93.7. When we get back, we're going to go to the Sonner Hammond text line, 464-5685. Someone on the, the, a special friend told me to ask you, and, and when we come back, we can talk about it. They told me to ask you about being on HGTV. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so when we get back, we'll talk more. Bear Miles, 93.7, the ticket. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.